Welcome to GB Talks, hosted by me, George Bamford, founder of Bamford Watch Department and Bamford London. In this podcast series, I'm going to explore what I call oddball watches. I'm chatting with some amazing people throughout the series about the world of watches. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if there is ever any watch you would like me or my guests to discuss, please do get in touch. This is absolutely amazing. And this is a first. We are talking to the founder of Pachi, Cara Barrett, about something amazing. So, Cara, today we're going to be talking about something that I think is so freaking amazing, is something that you have just launched. Tell me about it. Tell me what. And I, I'm a kid in a candy store. <laughs> well, I, uh, I just launched my own direct-to-consumer um, kids' watch brand called Parchi, or I guess kids' watch collection. I'm still kind of workshopping on how I want to how I want to describe it, but um, it's called Parchi, named after my childhood imaginary friend. Uh, they are three colors of little 32 millimeter dive watches made out of aluminum. Um, they're fun. They're colorful. They're meant to help you learn how to tell time. They're for ages six and up. I don't actually put a cap on the age because I wear them. Um, and <laughs> I think a lot of people will enjoy wearing them too. Oh, yes. And yeah, so it's really exciting. They're um, $50 each. I don't know what the co- conversion is in the UK, but you can get them there too. And yeah, I'm just really excited. It's uh, It's been really fun and I've been working on it quietly for a year or so, a little bit more. Um, especially during the pandemic, obviously that was a good time to kind of put my head down. Um, and yeah, and here we are. <laughs> well, it's, look, it's absolutely amazing. So it's an aluminium case that I, I love the idea of aluminium because of the lightweight for children. I also love the shape of the case. I love what you've done. Also, you've got the, that NATO strap, but it, it just feels, it doesn't feel industrial NATO strap. It looks, you know, all the images, everything I've seen of this, I'm like going, and might I say, it is literally blasted off of like everywhere I'm seeing this images of this. So this has been one of those things where I'm like going, it's so cool. Um, but if if you're living under a rock and you're only listening to my podcast, Cara, will you describe the case shape, everything on that? And then then we'll kind of rock into the, because the, I, I kind of think it's a Bamford Aqua Blue because that's me, but I think it will be a teal color that you'll... teal but uh will you will you rock into it yeah no so the you know basis of the design i always kind of thought there was a gap for dive watches for kids or just kind of i just thought a dive watch in a small size would be really fun um so it's a 32 millimeter case made of aluminum there are three colors uh one is hot pink one is dark blue uh, and one is teal or turquoise, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they each have different color dials. Uh, they're not meant for, they won't be gendered. So it's like whatever color you like, you get. Um, so it's kind of up to, up to the kid, up to the wear of whatever they're feeling that day. Um, the straps are nylon. They fit the a wrist circumference anywhere from 4.5 inches to 6.5 inches. Sorry, U.S. measurements. But so I did that specifically so it would be small enough for a kid, but also big enough for an adult if they really wanted to wear them. 
Um, I, the bezel is fixed. Uh, I did that just so it, it wouldn't fall off. Kids are hard on their things. Yeah. Um, and it also displays the hours on the bezel with a custom font, a custom typeface. Um, so the minute hand is one color and it corresponds with the five minute indexes on the dial. And then the hour hand is another color that corresponds with the hour numbers and those colors there. So you can kind of help guide your kid to tell time um, through through that. Uh, I did an oversized crown, which I think is what actually separates this watch apart from other children's products. Um, I noticed a lot of teeny tiny steel crowns, and that's totally fine for some people, but for me, I wanted it to be a little bit more balanced. Um, it's also kind of a vintage nod if you're into watches. You know, the big crown was is yeah. kind of a, a niche collector collector's item. So um so yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm that, really excited. But the oversized crown is also a great thing as well because for for little hands it's quite a good thing. It's it, if you're going teeny tiny, um and you know, as soon as I um I realized that we were talking about kids' watches. I've now literally got a lineup of some of my kids' watches. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is the best thing ever. I love kids' watches. But they all have minute crowns. So the thing is, a, a large crown, I think it's a clever thing because me as a parent, I'm constantly resetting the watches because the kids are, <laughs> right. are useless. At, no, my kids are wonderful. They're never useless, but they are not <laughs> the best at setting the time. So that's where it is that. And also when you're trying to teach them how to set the time and you're popping it out and you're doing the and you're changing it the whole time, saying big hands here, the little hands here. And I also love the idea of the two colors for the, the hands. And, the you know, I just think there's you've you've thought about it and, you know, you've thought about it as a parent that you're not a parent, but you are, no. but, but, <laughs> but you've thought about it as a parent. So you've done a lot of research behind this watch to actually understand as a parent, what you need, you know, what are mm. the things that you need in a watch? And this for me is one of those. I love the idea of the native track because the thing is it's, it's been military tested and now it's going to be kid tested. And I think that's yeah. kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I, a lot of kids' watches have buckles, uh, pin yeah. buckles, which I, I think makes some sense. But I, I just think the NATO is so much easier to wear. It will also be easier for the kids to figure out how to put on themselves. Um, and it's adjustable. It's So it, it doesn't matter what size your wrist is, you can wear it. And it's the you know it's velcro so it's it's very simple um but i'm glad you pointed out that that out about the crown because i i personally struggled to set children's watches with that teeny tiny crown because it's no, very I, it's it's you know, very I've, small i've got i've got a kid i've got one of my kids watches here and i'm like going I can't set the crown. I don't even know it's working. <laughs> this is my problem is I can't even see the second hand moving because it's it's minute size. And I'm like, I should take it to bits just to see if I can work it. But anyway, yeah. I, I, I digress into me. I this this is such a look, I, I would I normally say, Oh, it's it's such a, a bold move, but the thing is, it is a bold move coming out of from Hoodinky into your own brand, building your own brand on watches at a price point of $50. I'm like going, wow, this is really like, this is cool, but it's also quite revolutionary for you to, you know, you would see most people, you know, when you, you were saying, oh, I'm going to somewhere else or I'm doing something else. I was like, 
I was thinking to myself, I was like, I literally listed about 20 brands that would poach you in a heartbeat. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, she's going here. She's doing this. She's doing that. And that's one of the things that this was the most kind of jaw drop moment. I was like, what? Really? Oh, my God. That's cool. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people were surprised there because, you know, it is kind of left field. But at the same time, I've always had the e- I've always wanted to have my own company and and be a CEO, whatever that means, and just really kind of own something for myself and and work for myself. It's something I've always wanted to do. And so to be able to do this has been so fulfilling on a personal level um, and to kind of create this. And I've equally have always been a creator. I've always been to art and, and objects and things. And so to be able to kind of create something and share it with people is is what I think is excites me the most. But also my ethos about watches has always been like they should be fun. Like I don't think, I think sometimes we can get a little too caught up in the minutia um, and the luxury of it all. I mean, myself included. And so to be able to create something that anyone can enjoy um, especially children and kind of get them into watches as well is, is, is really, um, great for me. So I'm excited about it. Do you know, for me, it, it is such a cool thing, but you've also created a great language behind the brand. You know, you, I, I, I love brand. I love the idea of brand and design a brand and, and, you know, what you've done with even the language that you've used, the colors, the, the graphics on social media, all the things that you've done has made me go, oh, wow, that's, that's kind of a kid-centric brand. It feels that way. But not only is it a kid-centric brand, my wife loves it. So I would say to you is it's, it, you know, you say on size-wise that you wear it. But I know a lot of women that will wear these because they are the fun. They're the summer watch. They're the, yeah. they're, they're the kind of let's actually enjoy it in another way. And I love that. Yeah. And that's, that's ultimately what I wanted is I wanted this to be for kids and for everybody. Um, cause it's fun. Uh, and I will be coming out with a larger size too. I'll come out with a 36 millimeter. So stay tuned for that in 2022. You've heard, heard it here first. <laughs> um, and I lo- also love the name and the, and why you to- chose this name. I was like, cause I was kept going, what is it, Parchy, Patchy? You know, and I was like literally going in my mind, and then you're like, no, no, it's my imaginary friend. I was like, that is awesome. That just makes me smile it automatically. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of a weird little kid, and I had an imaginary friend, and sometimes I was Parchy. We were interchangeable at times. I'm sure my parents like really appreciated that, um, especially when I refused to go by anything but Parchy. Uh, but yeah, so Parchy is always kind of been with me in a weird way and like he's he's like a big topic in the Barrett because my the the, he came about on a family trip and my dad's siblings he's the oldest of eight they were all on the trip with us and it was a big kind of family gathering and so it's been a running joke basically my whole life about Parchy being you know my imaginary friend and so they're all very excited now to like see the physical (laughs) the physical manifestation of this of this person that like wasn't real but um 
But yeah, all the models will be named after other people's imaginary friends. So um, friends of mine and, and their imaginary friends. Martin is one of them, uh, Inga and Squeaky. Uh, so I, you know, if you Ooh. guys have any imaginary friends, <laughs> let me know. They may be they may be future names. So <laughs> it's exciting. But I, yeah, I'm, it's I'm now trying to think of famous movies with imaginary friends, and then I'm just <laughs> thinking, I've got to stop there. But no, um, I I you know you say about uh, you know kind of odd kid you you weren't because i think everyone had something that you know for me it's snoopy i i was snoopy was my kind of protection and i think that's what in life you have these things and and i think that is the greatest thing is that you've made that into a real kind of like manifestation of what you know and a brand that i think is very very cool so i i i you know i think it's absolutely amazing i want to kind of now slightly segue over to something else because <laughs> I want to talk about our childhood. Uh, not about our magic friends, but more, I want to talk about childhood watches because this is, uh, you know, I'm going to do, do something I probably have never done is a quick fire round of questions. Okay. And this is, this is more because why am I doing this is because I really want to know what memorable, so this is kind of straight off the back of your head, What's memorable kids watch that you remember? Well, Flick Flack. That was my, my first watch. But I had this swatch late. I remember the characters really well, like the hands, the Flick and Flack. Yeah. I, I remember oh, those really yeah. well. Those were like burned on my brain. Um, but the watch that sticks out to me the most is this swatch I had that had like fried eggs on it like had a fried egg on it oh yeah I remember that one <laughs> and like bacon I think like I I don't know bacon so, strap with a fried egg dial or something it was it, something yeah. like that and I think I had that one somewhere I don't know but that's that's what I remember um watch wise from from my childhood for me okay so I'm I'm kind of because of course I'm coming back to me, but the um, but I'm going Tagway F1. Um, I I loved that one. That was kind of one of those that I was just went. This is a really cool watch. But then you're totally right. Flip flack. First ever trip to Switzerland that I remember. I'm sure I went before, but first ever trip, and it was that red uh, red case, aluminium case with that mm-hmm. one uh, with the and and just it. And I just remember getting it, and I still still couldn't tell the time. I mean, like I couldn't <laughs> tell the time until I was probably I still having problems telling the time. So it's kind of like, you know, the big hand, the little hand is still confusing to me. But but you're totally right. Flip flag takes me down that wonderful wonderful experience. So you know, Flip Flag such a great brand because it swatches junior brand. Mm-hmm. But it but it just felt like it like what what you've done with um, Parchi is you've you've created this kind of universe for the watchers to live in and that's what they did with flip flack in such a great way yeah no it's flip flack so interestingly enough it's an entirely separate company so it is owned by swatch but it's like flip flack is it has its own like design wow. team manufacturer the whole thing so they operate totally separately um but yeah, no, they've done a great job. I mean, it was founded in like 1987. I was I was one, uh, so they've been around. They've been around. Um, that's pro- yeah, that's, that's I, probably saying something really bad that I'm kind of uh, I was seven, so <laughs> I'm like going Christ Almighty, uh, and I was learning how to read that uh, watch then. 
um yeah my uh seven uh, yeah my kids won't won't love that when i came yeah but i think what's interesting about what you said like you didn't know how to tell time necessarily but you still wore it is i think we all had that experience as kids and like you just wanted to wear a watch yeah it was almost like you wanted to be like my dad wore a watch every day so i it was almost like you wanted to be like your parent in a way by like wearing something on your wrist and like feeling cool because you had a, a watch yeah. on and it was like a, another gadget in a way um so I, I i do think and i've noticed that a lot with friends children is like they just they could be three they have no yeah. a concept of time but all they're obsessed with watches they just yeah. want to wear them no no um, I, so. I, I agree my my son is obsessed with designing a watch at the moment so Oh, there you go. Uh, and literally, actually, I've, I've got a watch that I'm bringing out because of him. But anyway, that I'm digressing on that. But you're totally flip flack for me was that thing of like, I wanted to be like, you know, my father. And then I think I kind of I opened up the door to uh, Pandora's door and kind of then went into things like swatch as you you just. But do you remember the pop swatch? I don't know. You used to pop out. Oh, you pop the bracelets off and then you would pop them on? You used to flick it on your wrist and then then it would pop off. Uh, And I I just, there were so many cool watches that I think when, you know, we're, you're a lot younger than I am, but what I mean is that that era of watch design was inventive. Swatch was being crazy. You know, you kind of got these kind of things where you were like, Actually, I could. It got us into watches, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, and that's the thing is that you look at the watch world now, and I I can't see unless you know there has to be some really damn cool collaborations or get damn cool something coming out to get the youth. And I'm kind of I'm, I'm sounding like a really old person saying youth, but <laughs> the getting. Youth. Getting no, but it, it was just you know getting people to get into watch collecting. You know, Houdinki has done a very very good job um, by giving us the the top echelon of kind of understanding watches. But it's getting the people that are you know when we're kids, getting them yeah. into it, and that's what you've done with your brand is you're seeding it into us. But basically, it's just a feeder to get people to to read Hodinky in twenty years. You know, that's just kind of. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I, I no, but what I'm saying is, you think about no, but it's true. You know, you think about brands. What you know, most kids now are wanting an Apple Watch. You know, and do you think do is that true? Do you think that they? Because I actually don't know if that's true. Well. I, I don't, that's perception. Right. And that's the thing is where I love what you've done is you've come up with some great colors, kind of crazy as well that I think is quite nice. The blue is very, yeah. very, very kind of, the blue is very me. Uh, and then your teal uh, aqua blue um, uh, is absolutely amazing. And something I'm just like, that is the summer watch. It's so damn cool. But, you look at brands, there is nothing that has jumped, you know, until we see where your brand has gone in, you know, three, four years time where we, we see this massive explosion and you've got huge adverts everywhere like the old Swatch watches. But I, I, I think that we were, we've got to credit a lot to Swatch mm. and, you know, to getting people on this ladder 
of collecting it from kids. Yeah, no, I think Swatch is the gateway for most people. They, I think, single-handedly along with like maybe Casio are the two entry level entry level point brands, the Ntimex as well, that get people really into watches. Um, because the collecting of swatches and I mean, first of all, there's a whole oh yes segment of pe- die hard swatch collectors. Yeah. Um, and but they, you know, they were always so creative in pushing the boundary on like what a watch could be. And they were doing that more so than anybody else, um, I think. No, and the, so, you know, yeah, I think they got a lot of people but, into it. But now, the, the, you know, like Swatch has been around. They're, they're the daddy. You know, it's like, right. it's, yeah. you know, yeah. so that, and, I, and that's where, you know, I think to myself is how do you attract people that aren't watch? Because I don't think you and I were watch aficionados back in the day when we back in a and a swap no. you know i don't yeah. think we were the people that were like oh yeah this is where we go so i think you know nowadays and that's why i love what you're doing is because it's it's a, uh, hopefully setting off some light bulbs in people's in kids minds mm. about yeah. watches you know by osmosis my children love watches because it's by osmosis. So I'm very much in this kind of, um, I can't use them as the the, the yardstick to find out um, uh, what children want as watches because my kids want one of my watches. So, yeah. or they're, well, they want one of yours now. So hint, 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 hint. No, um, but it is one of those things. I, you know, and then you, you mentioned uh, G-Shock um, uh, or Casio. And for me, I remember the G-Shock, you know, yeah. I know that both Hodinkee and, and uh, we did a, a G-Shock. But do you remember the baby Gs? Yeah. Oh, my God, they were cool. Yeah. They're still cool. I love them. I think they're great. I just like they are so, so cool. And and, and then there was those calculator watches and there was, there was just some really weird, wonderful designs that were saying, hey, your wrist ha- can't... Uh, you know, it has to be different. Yeah. No, I, it is interesting thinking about all those kind of designs when we were, I guess, like teens or twenties, but I think what you're getting at, and I think what's will be interesting to observe is speaking to the different generations on watches. So like Gen Z would be like the target generation and they have a totally different idea of what is cool and what brands are cool. And they're just so savvy on, on brand awareness and brand equity. Um, it'll be interesting to see how, how the watch industry adapt, adjusts to that um, because they're so used to speaking to millennials. Well, actually sometimes they haven't even caught up to the millennials yet. They're still, (laughs) they're still on the, on the older generation. So I think it will be interesting to see how, how that shifts. Um, And so, but I'm speaking to the generation even younger than the, the, than the zoomers. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there, but. Yeah, um, but but that, that generate, you know, my, my kids are the the generation that you're trying to, and that's the old flip flack and the, you know, you, we look back at those memories as fond memories. Yeah. And, you know, you think about it. I, I, I'm, look, I, I, I'm a absolute lover of what, um, 
And I always say his name wrong, um, Francois from AP did with the Black mm-hmm. Panther because I thought actually this is a really clever move because it's got different people into watches. Yeah. Um, Hudinki yeah. has got different people into watches or move them up in watches. The writing, the you know, you think about even the audience, not even the audience, the 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 women's side of the of the audience of Hudinki. What you gave to Hudinki came has has just kind of you've highlighted so many great people in in this great world of watches that probably would never have seen seen the light of yeah. day. And the same with watches. That's why I love what you're doing is because it's it's that light bulb. It's the light bulb moment of going, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. And I think it goes beyond that as well. I think something that I really valued and I'm sure you do as well or really appreciate is like the community that you are exposed to and the friends that you make through watches. I mean, watches yeah. are just so much more than objects to wear on your wrist or to collect it, it really is a bonding thing. Um, and you meet people that are like you and you meet people that are into the same stuff as you, um, or just nice people. And, you know, I think that that is something that I would like to encourage and harness through Parchi is, is, you know, Parchi's pals and kind of connecting and kids through watches and, Oh, you have that watch. I have that watch too. And I think, um, same with the parents as well. So I think that that is something that is often overlooked in watches. I think people can think it's too materialistic, but I think at the end of the day, it really is about the emotional attachment as well as the um, friendships and relationships that you build through them. So yeah, you're you're right. It is the friendships, the relationships. It's it's that voyage of discovery. But it, I, I was talking to someone earlier, and we were talking about. Um, how a watch is almost the conduit to the story. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the story of how did you find it? How did you discover that? You know, I I know it sounds kind of I I, I smile a lot when someone says I've just discovered you, and I just go, yeah, damn cool. Let come on, <laughs> let let let's chat, let's chat, let's talk, and yeah. and that's what I love is I love that whole story of let's discover and that and discover the range and i think this you know your your range of parchi is going to be i i, I imagine ever expanding on colors on on mm-hmm. excitement i i i, I imagine i've i've got some i've got a an old i can't what the hell it is an old uh, snoopy watch and a flintstones watch um and i just uh, you know these are kind of very uh, not the most expensive things, but they were kind of kids' fun watches. And they they I, I remember giving them to my kids and, and they made them smile and it makes me smile. And yeah. I think that's the cool thing is that you've created something for kids to smile about. Oh, it's all about smiling. It is. <laughs> otherwise, I agree. I think that's a really very sweet thing. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, we, we, we're kind of, we're stuck in a, in oh, we have to be like this or you have to be like this. And the thing is, why do we have to conform? Why do we have to be on one track? Because the thing is that then we don't have a difference. I think everybody should be who they are. Parchi agrees. Parchi says that everybody should be exactly who they are. See, that's the cool... No, but this is the cool thing is that it's embracing. It's embracing... You know, as you said, oh, um, and I, I, I can't quote you on your childhood, but you said, oh, I had this friend and 
And the thing is, embracing that side and saying, this is this is me, you know, and yeah. and saying, you know, how many other people have, have imaginary friends? Mine, mine didn't really have a name. It was Snoopy. So that was his name. It was like, literally, it was like, Snoopy was my, my kind of the, the gangster that st- st- always stood next to me. But, you know, I think that's always the case, you know, and it, it's that yeah. thing where you like go, you know, you need, you needed that comfort or you needed that side and, and to create a brand out of it, I think is so damn cool. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited to share parts of you with everybody. Yeah. He's been a good friend to me. So. I love that. I love that. And also I love that we've gone on this weird and wonderful trip of, of kids watchers. I mean, how cool to be talking about different kids watchers and just kind of going into our kind of childhood. I can't wait to hear what people are going to be saying about different children's watches and what their memories are. Cause for me, that's the coolest thing, but I yeah. love that the, the space of children's watches has changed already with Parchi. And I think that's damn cool. Yeah. I'm excited. It's fun. Cara, thank you so much for coming on. As oh, always, thanks, you rock as usual. And um, I loved every minute of this. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, me too. Thank you for having me. Cara, thank you so much for taking me on this wonderful journey of childhood memories. I love your new watches. They are amazing. Darren Michael, our producer, as always, you're the rock star. Stay here to listen to more GB Talks. <laughs>